Hi, Purpose Partner. Welcome to another episode of Rise to Your Purpose, a personal and spiritual development podcast for female entrepreneurs with a mission. We are your hosts, Brandy and Natalie. We are founders of Victorious Entrepreneurs Rising, where we guide women to build profitable businesses online through diversifying your income, using kingdom principles in marketing, and operating in a spirit of rest so that you can create kingdom impact. After this episode, be sure to join our Purpose Partner Facebook community and get your copy of our Rise to Your Purpose devotional so we can continue to serve you as we partner together in our faith and business. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey, friends of Purpose Partners, welcome to another episode of Rise to Your Purpose. It has been a minute since we've put out a podcast episode, and that's because we've had so much going on in our businesses and just in the world (laughs) that we live in right now. So just to give you guys a little bit of an update, Nally and I, we are field advisory board members with Girl Power Alliance, which is a personal and professional professional development company that happens to have a compensation plan attached to it as well. So we've been building up this business and um, we just actually had our Activate conference where we launched it officially this past month in September. And um, while there, I had a just a, an amazing Holy Spirit encounter. And so on today's episode, I'm actually going to be sharing about that um, encounter with the Holy Spirit and with just some of the women who stopped what they were doing to pray for me and and war with me and and just be with me in my brokenness um, at this Activate conference, which is which is basically like the Christian a Christian conference and business conference smashed together on steroids. It was like the best thing ever. I mean, we get there on Friday and it's just our opening ceremonies is a worship service. And then we have a beautiful gala with a private concert from Tasha Layton, um, speakers both days, Friday and Saturday. Um, Natalie and I were speakers on Saturday. And then after the close, God just, he'd been working on my heart all weekend and he just showed up and showed off. And so I am so blessed and honored and humbled to just be able to share that encounter with you all. Um, I hope it just brings you faith and hope for whatever God is doing in your life right now and whatever you're going through, that um, you're just encouraged that our God is a healer, that he's a God of victory, that he's a God of promises, and he just continuously pursues you and delights in you. So, With that, I hope you guys enjoy listening to this episode. It's going to be a little bit of a longer one, but this story I just wanted to get out because when God fulfills his promises, all the more glory is going to go to him. So I love you ladies for listening. Thank you so much and enjoy this episode. Um, Okay. So a lot of you guys know I was at the Global Christian Women in Business Conference speaking this weekend in Texas, um, sponsored by Girl Power Alliance, and I've been a... uh, member of Girl Power Alliance, like Nellie and I have collaborated with them. We have one of our our coaching courses inside their platform. Um, and so we collaborate, we partner with them for since 2020, really. And then this year they launched a business opportunity along with their platform. And so we are field advisory board members helping to grow that. So that is kind of like the background of why I was at this conference and um, why you've probably heard me share about it. So this conference is, I mean, it was incredible because 
it was like the best of a Christian conference and the best of a business conference all rolled into one, like on steroids. And as soon as I got there, so if you follow my story, like it, I, my flight was delayed and I got there like 10 minutes before the opening ceremony, which happened to be just like an hour or two. I don't even know how long it was of just worship. And so that, that was just like my start of my crying, uh, my ugly cry, which I told you guys, like, if you go to this conference, we will be ugly crying at this conference. <laughs> so um, God has just been, God had just been working through me that whole time, but I didn't really know what he was doing, to be honest. I was just like, I need an hour to cry. Like there's something in me I have to get out. And um, so like cried that weekend, Friday came, did the sessions. And then Friday night was the gala and um, Tasha Layton came to sing for us. And it was just her and her husband, like her husband on the piano and her singing. And I mean, her songs are so anointed that again, I was just, I just like started bawling and I'm just like, what am I supposed to, like, am I supposed to leave behind grief? Like what? I honestly didn't even know why I was crying some of the time. I just knew like my heart was, some of it was just like pure joy from all of what God had been doing for me and up into this, my life so far, part of it was just crying grief, but I just had this like welling up of emotions all weekend that were just coming out um and then Friday you know Friday was a good day like now that I spoke I was kept together for the most part like I don't didn't have like really any major breakdowns um and if you guys have followed me for a long time you know I've had you know at 20 I was diagnosed I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease at 23. I had my entire colon removed and have had an ileostomy bag since 23 years old. So, um, a decade. And so over a decade, I basically have been on this healing health journey. Um, and then add in infertility adoption, um, that type of the grief of not being able to carry my own child. I've also, um, and I've been praying about that. Like, God, do you want me to have, am I supposed to, is it your will that I have my own child? Are we supposed to adopt again? Um, or am I just supposed to be content with the beautiful family I have? And like, this is this, you know, this is just my family. And I can like, I want, I just was like, God, I'm, I will be happy, whatever your will is. Um, but it doesn't mean that I don't have pain or grief sometimes when it comes to my infertility. So like, definitely God and I kind of go back and forth with that. Um, and, um, so to kind of like back up a little bit. So last August I spoke at a conference in Georgia, um, for Georgia Christian women in business. And, um, we did a soaking prayer session. And, and during that time I asked two questions where I was like, God, am I supposed to leave corporate America? And he's like, yes. And I was like, and so I did, I left corporate America, you know, in January of this year, um, and I've been full-time entrepreneurship since then. And then the other one was like, God, okay, where, I was like, where are we at with this whole baby thing? Like, is, am I like, do I just close the door on my fertility journey? Like, where, where are we with that? And he spoke the name Ephraim to me, which means to bear fruit, um, and so I've just carried that with me for this past year. And 
here I am a year, like over a year later, and I still have no baby boy named Ephraim, right? And so there's just kind of that grief that has been coming up with that um, and believing. And I've had two women actually prophesy over me that you're going to be completely healed and you are going to bear a child from your own womb. And so that is beautiful, right? To have that shared of you, but then it's also like hard when you're not seeing that prophecy or that promise come to fruition or come to pass. And you're just like waiting and waiting and you're trying to stay strong and you're trying to stay hopeful. And so I think I had a lot of that grief that I was letting go of this weekend. Um, and I've kind of had some issues with my health where I was, I've like, can't gain weight. Um, I dropped, you know, a few pounds and for me dropping a few pounds is a big deal because I already struggle with, with my health in, in different ways and, and absorbing nutrients. And, um, I don't want to like go into all of that, but like maintaining a certain weight is really, really important to me. And it's hard because of the way my body just doesn't absorb and doesn't, um, and so that was, you know, that's a frustrating journey in itself because it's like, I can do all the right things and it doesn't matter. And so it's frustrating, right? When you can do all the right things with your health, with your fertility, and you still don't see the promise at the end of the road, right? And so over time that builds up and it's just hard to stay strong and keep your faith. And so, um, through GPA and, and I met this woman named Rachel and um, she brought her, you know, she does like specialized. I was like, I really need just a crunchy health coach, nutrition person, because I, there's something going on in, inside of me and it doesn't matter what I do. doesn't matter what type of doctor I go to. They don't, I'm not moving the needle forward. And um, there's something inside of me that is wrong and I don't know how to fix it and nobody can tell me. And um, so she was like bringing this, it's called an electrodermal system EDS. And so she brought that and like all weekend we kept trying to get together so she could test me and she couldn't, she's just like finally gonna bring it to the hotel and she was staying at a different hotel. And so Saturday night um, after the event was over, like we were ordering pizza in the conference room and we're just going to like finally get to hang out and kind of talk as you know all the speakers and sessions you don't really get together it's kind of hard to sometimes have those all of those um interactions with people that you want to have um and so she finally was like doing this test and she was like giving me horrible news basically she's like but at the same time I was like so impressed with myself so she's like you have you're like full of parasites you have you've had COVID which I didn't know I've had COVID because I never had any symptoms of COVID she's like you've had West Nile inside of you um I don't know how long you've had it but like basically you have like this West Nile virus parasite inside of you and you have some Lyme disease inside of you and like literally her telling me this it was like a lot to process but it also didn't even face me because I'm like all right. I was like, I just crushed it on stage today. That's, that's kind of how I was taking it. And, um, I was just like, 
God is so good that like, I apparently have all these weird things up inside of my body and I'm able to do and accomplish all the things that I've been able to do over these, however, no, you know, however many years that I've also had these issues inside of me. Um, and I'm like, one, I was just impressed with myself. And two, I was just like, God is so good that I've been able to live my life without even knowing that these, like not having anything so dramatic, right? Like none of these were, I don't know if they're dormant or if they are just by the grace of God, they haven't taken me over, but she's like, yeah, if we don't basically reassess, like get your body back in order, like this could spiral into some really serious stuff. Um, and I'm like, okay, you know, whatever, take me on your journey. I'm, I'm here for it. Um, and so I go over to the women and they're like eating pizza. And I'm like, I'm going to get myself a piece of pizza. I haven't ate. And, um, there, I was telling my friend, Jessica Lockhart, and she's like, oh, you need to talk to this woman. She, this is going to sound super weird, but like, she's, she's like, has a spiritual gift of, of healing. And I was like, Jessica, people have healed for me or prayed for me for healing. People have anointed me. Like, I don't have the faith to believe that this random person, I don't know, like her, she's going to heal me. Like, I love, I love the idea. I believe in the power of prayer, but I'm just like, I don't, it's not that I don't believe in that. It's just like, I don't believe it for me. I don't believe God really wants to heal me or like that it's his will for me, I guess is where I was. I was like, it sounds awesome. Like I, you know, it works for everybody else, but it's not going to work for me. It's kind of like how I felt because for so long I've been praying for like that woman who has been bleeding, you know, the story of the woman who's been bleeding for 12 years. That's how I felt. I was like, if I could just touch his cloak, he would heal me. And I'm never able to get to his cloak. <laughs> healed. And it's just like, for so long. And this woman looked me in the eye and, and as, cause they're like, you need to meet Brandy. Like you need to heal her or do whatever you did. Like, I don't even know like what conversation happened, but anyway, this one, I was like, yeah, you can pray for me, but I don't have this. I don't have faith that you can, that you're going to do anything for me. And she looks me in the eye and she's like, I have enough faith. We don't need yours. And so like we, um, so she like takes me over around the table and we, I was just like, I need to be on my knees for this because I just, it was like, I'm, I don't have the strength. I don't have the faith. I don't have the belief for this. And so I like, I'm on my knees and she starts praying for me and I just start bawling. And I don't even know how long it was, but that picture this morning, somebody sent that to me this morning and it just like broke me again because I'm like, all of these women stopped like they stopped eating their pizza to pray with me and a part of me was like oh no these women are not eating their dinner because of me like I literally had that for those of you who are there I literally was thinking about you guys not eating your pizza while you were praying for me um but so I um was just bawling and I kept telling Michelle Schaefer I was like I need an hour of just crying so I we may have been there for an hour ladies you'll have to tell me because I have no sense of time as this was going on um 
And I don't even know, like, other than the pictures that I've seen of how many women were around me. And like, but I think there was like maybe 25 or 30 women there, like circling around me, putting hands on me and praying. There was like a couple women praying in tongues. And then I had no idea. Like <laughs> I've never experienced that before. And I'm just like crying so hard because there's so much pain inside of me and so much hurt and like like God and I have done a lot of work on our trust relationship but there's always been this little area of trust where I was like God I don't know that you really want to heal me and I'm okay I can bear that cross And I know like he's a good father and I sing that, I profess that and I like, I believe it in all areas. But with my health, it was such a like, and I've seen him re redeem me and restore me in so many ways. And I'm grateful for that. But I've just like, there's always been this like trust issue with him and I, when it comes to like some of my health and some of my fertility. Um, because like I thought I was maybe finally pregnant you know this last month and I it wasn't and if you followed me then I ruined my sourdough and I went down the spiraling thing like I can't do anything right right um but so anyway so I'm in this prayer circle and they're praying for me and I'm just like basically dry heaving tears <laughs> I don't even know like I'm just crying so hard that I'm like it's like a mix of hyperventilating and dry heaving like I'm not actually puking or anything but that like just that like feeling of just like crying so hard and like breathing like trying to catch your breath it's kind of like that's I got to that point where it was just like everything inside of me was just coming out and I was just like basically wanting to puke out spiritually these this like deep-rooted pain and hurt and unbelief and like all of these lies and all of these like doubts that the enemy had rooted like put a seed and like rue something in, inside of me that I didn't even know that was there um and um somebody a couple women um, I know, I think it was Lisa and Kimberly, they're like, she doesn't, she doesn't, she can't receive it. There's a spirit of rejection in her. And like, when they said that, that's when I, I think I really started dry heaving and breathing hard. And, um, um, just like hyperventilating even more, like just, oh, I can't even describe it to you. But like just the wail, I mean, weeping, wailing that was coming out of me. And I just was like, I just knew inside. I'm like, don't stop it. Don't, don't stop yourself from feeling like feel it all, no matter how like ugly cry you are and like how loud you get and how painful it sounds. Let it out, let it out. And I like, I literally felt again, I don't even know if I can explain it really, but I just like felt this, 
feeling move through my hands and my hands were like tingling and really warm and my like stomach felt like really warm because they were praying over my womb and over my my stomach which is where like my gut health issues are and um it's just I don't know I just felt like stuff moving through my body I can't I can't really explain it and the woman like makes me look at her in the face and she wants me to repeat like I am healed like I am um I don't even know fully what all I said to be honest but like I couldn't say it I could not receive it and it was so hard like to get it to like finally get to a point like I was I was being warred for ladies like there was a warring and the spirit happening for me and this spirit of rejection that had been inside of me for so long like wouldn't let me speak and I was finally able to get that spirit of rejection out of me and and have words again and, and speak and, and say it, say the words like I am healed and like receive it and be thankful. And like, I finally started to like calm down and, and be able to talk more. And, um, it was just crazy, like wild experience. Like I don't, and this live is really not doing it justice. I don't feel like I know there's women on here that were actually there. Um, like I know Lori, um, and Lemon, I see you guys on, um, and so it, it was just humbling, like, once I kind of came to, if you will, like, came out of whatever that was I was in, um, I was just like, all of these women stopped what they were doing to fight for me when I had no belief I had no faith in myself. I was, I was so broken that I couldn't fight for myself anymore. Um, and that was so beautiful. Like this community of women is so beautiful that, and so just raw and real. Like one of them gave me, um, Katie, she, we were talking and she's like, I don't know why I didn't know why I bought this necklace, but it's, I bought it because of you and it means hope in the waiting. Um, and so I'm going to wear this until I have my baby boy Ephraim because I had a vision. God gave me a vision that I would be on stage next year. at activate with a baby boy wrapped around. Like I was wearing the baby, you know, like with a wrap um, and sharing my story of God's promises coming to fruition um and it doesn't I don't necessarily feel healed to be honest like I don't know that I feel any difference but all I know is that my God is real and he is living and he is the true God and he is a healer and his promises are true and he's a God of his promises and all weekend I was like we had to do the war paint, like we had these exercises of like, what's your word? And just like divine authority for healing was kept coming to me. And I didn't know, like, I still have 
it's kind of faded now, but um, like divine authority. And I was just like, I want to stand in my divine authority. And I've been praying for God. I was like, God, I want to be like, like the disciples and like the Acts 2 church where we're like, we were like where I'm actually in my divine identity and my divine authority. And I'm able to, to like heal people. I'm able to do miracles through like through Jesus Christ working through me because I have the mind of Christ and I'm like Christ. And like, we have that authority. And I'm like, I don't want to be this lukewarm Christian. I don't want to be this person that's not standing in their divine authority and their divine identity and not doing the work that we are called to do here and release creation from frustration. Like that has been spoken into my heart for the last couple of years. And I didn't really know what it meant um, fully. Like I was, I've been starting to like step into it and stand into it and claim it in almost all areas of my life, apparently, except for this one place. And it was like, I could do it for other people, but I couldn't do it for myself. And so like after that um, night and I went to bed and um, my mom and sister had to leave early for a flight on Sunday. And so when they left, I came under spiritual attack again and like my heart um, did something weird and it felt like there was like this pressure on my heart. And I was just like, I was having to war for myself and be like, stand in your divine identity, stand in your divine authority and believe that you are healed. And like, I prayed over my heart and my stomach and like, I felt the heat in my womb and it, and in my gut, like, it was, again, it was weird, but it was like the women, my sisters in Christ, they had that faith and that authority for me on Saturday and on Sunday. Now it was my turn to claim it and stand in it and walk in it and, and allow that healing to come from my own belief. Um, and it was, it was just weird. Like my body felt like I was literally like sore. Like it felt like I was in a, like a spiritual and physical attack. Like I felt, I felt sore. Um, and then, I mean, it, it is wonders what sleeping in your own bed can do, but like today I woke up feeling like my hands got hurt, ran, like pushing down the soap dispenser and it like slid off and it like, it was like the enemy was attacking me physically all day yesterday. Um, and today I like woke up and it, I've, I feel pretty great to be honest. Like the heart chest is gone. My hand pain is gone. Um, but I don't know that I necessarily believe that I'm going to like get, well, and maybe I should stop saying that to, to be honest. So, um, yeah, like I still feel like there's a journey I'm going to go on because um, today, like if there's any guys on here, just F, like FYI, something's coming out. I started my period today, right? So I'm just like, are you serious? Like, So there's definitely like a spiritual warfare that's still happening for me right now. Um, but I have, oh my gosh, like how can I not believe in God's promises and his words. And like, I was just pouring over scripture yesterday and like the song champion from Maverick city music kept coming on where it says, I can finally see it. You're teaching me how to receive it. Let all the striving cease. This is my victory. And then it goes into 
this other section of the song where it says, when I open up my mouth, miracles start breaking out. I have the authority Jesus has given me. When I open up my mouth, walls start falling down. Um, and then the song, too good not to believe that lemon sent me. I'm like, it's too good not to believe. Like, how can I not believe that these women who prayed in, in healing for me and stood in their divine authority and stood in their faith, how can I not believe the promise where it says that, um, I have it right here, right, right? So it says, truly, I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, truly, I tell you that if two of you are on earth agree about anything they ask for, it will be done for them by my father in heaven. For where two or three, two or three gather in my name, there I am with them. Like, how can I not believe by seeing that picture of all of those women? And that doesn't even encompass, like, honestly, all the women that were around me. Like, I think at some, at one point there was like 30 women. How can I not believe that I am healed in the name of Jesus, that my father in heaven doesn't love me enough to, to, to answer their prayer when he says, when two or more of you agree, anything you ask will be done for you. And so I have to now stand in my identity, stand in my authority and not have, not doubt, not waver, not, not be double-minded. And like I was reading Matthew 17, 20, where it says like the disciples were trying to cast out this demon and they were able to, and they're like, why were we not able to drive out this demon? And, and Jesus is like, because you have so little faith, really, I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to the mountain, move from here to there and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. And I'm like, that's what I want that faith. And that's what I'm claiming and standing in is that faith that I have divine identity and authority through Jesus Christ. I'm the heir of God and the co-heir of Jesus Christ. And I have the faith now because of these women believing in me and praying with me and warring with me to believe that I am going to have a son named Ephraim and I'm going to stand in that promise and believe. And I may have to remind myself every day and reclaim my identity and reclaim my authority every day until that promise is fulfilled. But I know in the depths of my heart and the depths of my gut that that is, that is going to happen. Like it's too good not to believe, to be honest, like and then like Matthew 19, 26, it says, with man, this is impossible. With God, all things are possible. And then I was reading Psalms 13 today. And he said, in verse nine, it says, he settles the barren woman in her home as a happy mother of children. Like that was just happened to be the scripture reading for my Bible study group that I'm in today. I'm like, God is confirming over and over that he is going to fulfill his promises for me. Um, but like James 1, 6, 8 says, when you ask, you must believe and not doubt because the one who doubts is like a wave in the sea blown and tossed in the wind. The person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. And I do not want to be double-minded. I do not want to be unstable. I want to stand planted firm. And, and so like when I was doing my scripture again on the plane yesterday, I was like, God, what do I do now? Like, because right faith, I can have the faith without but then it goes on to say faith without works is dead, right? And he's like, stand firm and be patient because the Lord's coming is near. And um, and it, like, 
my sister's like, you need to read all of James. So I was reading through James. And so that scripture came out in, in James 5, 8. And then like in 10, it, it says, be patient in the face of suffering. And my ladies, oh my gosh, I've been patient for 12 years. And I feel like finally my time is coming, like that we count as blessed those who have persevered. I have been persevering for God's glory and for my maturing of my faith. And so in James chapter five, verse 14, it says, is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. And oh my gosh, the ladies that were praying for me, they were righteous women and their prayers were powerful. And I believe they were effective as well. And the last scripture that God showed me that I want to share with you is 1 Peter 1, 5 through 9. It says, who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. In all this, you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. And I was like, yes, God. These have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. For you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. And I believe like I am getting ready to receive the end result of my faith and my warring and my suffering and grief all of these years and the trials that God has put me through with my health and it's all going to be for his glory and I cannot wait to stand up on stage with my baby boy Ephraim who is the bearer of fruit and with my baby boy Elijah who's the breaker of chains like Elijah is breaking generational chains <sighs> that warms a mama's heart right there and my next son, Ephraim, is going to be a bearer of fruit for the kingdom. I mean, what a beautiful vision that I now have, that God has given me. And he spoke that to me, like, Elijah is the breaker of chains. And Ephraim is the bearer of fruit for the kingdom. And I'm just like... Yes, Lord, I receive it. Thank you. I receive it. And yes, God's timing is perfect. And I, one thing that I've also been, that's been revealing to me is like, whenever Ephraim does come, he is created for such a time as this, just like Elijah is, was created and was born into this world for his unique purpose. Like I believe Ephraim is going to have a unique kingdom purpose and he needed to be born at the right time in order to fulfill that purpose. And so I have been able to surrender that timeline, even though at times it's hard because I'm like, I believe God's going to give me a child. And so like each month, right? Like I'm expectant, but each month that passes, it doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. Um, and I have to like rebuild up my faith again. 
And so I'm asking you ladies on here tonight who have hung out with me for the past, I don't even know, 40 minutes or so, um, to stand with me in this belief, in this promise that this little boy Ephraim is going to come to me in my womb and I'm going to have a healthy pregnancy that my body is going to be fully restored, that it is already being fully restored as I speak tonight. And that any action that I take, because I'm still going to step out in, in faith, right? And still going to take care of my temple. And so all the supplements that I'm going to be taking to promote healthy womb, healthy fertility, healthy hormones, any supplements I'm going to take to continue to fight off the parasites within my body, that those are fully absorbed and that the power of those supplements that like God uses them to completely restore me um, and continue to keep my health restored um, and just whole and that my womb become fully open and that you stand with me and believing that this little boy Ephraim will come to pass, that he is he is going to create kingdom impact and that everything will be healthy for him, that he is going to grow up to be a kingdom leader in this world for as long as this world is around. If Jesus doesn't come before then, but I believe he has some sort of purpose here on this earth and he was, he's going to be created for such a time as this and his time is coming. And so I want you to stand in faith with me on that, that, Ephraim is coming, and I believe it's going to be this year, within the next 12 months. So Jeremy and I need to get ready for that, right? <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm just like believing. I am believing for that. Like, I've seen the vision. He gave me that name two years ago. Clear, like, audibly clear as day. That. And then I've had multiple people, like, one woman I know who's known me for years, trust her. One woman who I just met, both tell me that I was going to have a baby of my own womb and that I was going to be fully healed. And so if they can believe that, I can believe it for myself. But I'm asking you to stand with me too and continue to pray with me in this, continue to war with me in the spirit, because I don't think that that, that saying is going to let this be easy. I don't think that he's going to stop um, fighting for my health, fighting for my body and fighting for my child. And so I, I, I need you sisters to war with me in the spirit, to pray, to have the name Ephraim in your book of, of prayers and war for him and his life. I need you to war for my health and stand in your divine identity and your divine authority that God calls you to be a an heir like you are a queen you're a royalty so stand in the identity stand in the identity that you are the salt and the light that you can go out and perform miracles that you have the authority just as jesus like jesus said you, you will do this and more and we're as a christian big c church we are not doing and more we're barely doing anything that jesus did and i want to change that i i want to be a part of this movement of these women who are rising up who are creating kingdom impact and doing it like Jesus and even doing more than Jesus did on earth. Like in the name of Jesus, like bring your power through me. I want to be a, I want to heal people. Like I want to have miracles happen because of my faith in Jesus. And I want to bring kingdom down to earth on earth as it is in heaven. Like that's, 
the kind of disciple I want to be for Jesus Christ. And that's the kind of woman I want to be. So I'm asking anyone who wants to be that too, to also just stand in your divine identity, stand in your authority, claim it, walk in it daily. I mean, that's why I wear these hats, like my royalty hat, because that is like my crown. I actually got a real tiara this weekend. I have three of them now because I bought two more. Um, but that's like why I wear, like, this is my armor. Trust God and chill. This is the armor I needed today to trust God and chill, like, believe without a shadow of the doubt that I'm healed and that little baby boy Ephraim is coming and to prepare for him and to take care of my temple so that he has the best just womb to grow in for nine months. And um, so I am, I'm just like on fire for God. I'm on fire for what God is doing in, in his kingdom children in the earth the impact that he, like, there's a movement happening, and, and that's why I love Girl Power Alliance, right, because it's like, girls, we're coming as daughters of the king, and we're standing in our divine power and authority, and we're aligning together to go out and create that kingdom impact, and that's what this Girl Power Alliance community is all about, and that's why I'm just, like, fired up right now, like, something, this conference was called Activate because something was going to be activated in the spirit, and Holy Spirit, yes, there was definitely activation in me. And that spirit of rejection that was kicked out, and then I was refilled back up with the Holy Spirit. <sighs> Satan, I rebuke you. Get out. Watch out. <laughs> like, you have no space here. And so, yeah. I don't know if I have much more to say, but ladies, like, let's do this. Satan, get out of the way because we are coming and we are aligning with our power and our authority and we are coming for the souls of this earth to get them into heaven. And so I'm just, yeah, I can't wait to see what God does over this next year. I'm not expecting it to be easy, but I am expecting full healing and I'm expecting a baby boy to be in my womb. Now, if a girl pops out, I'll still take her. I'll be a little surprised. Her name will be Elizabeth. Um, but God, I just believe God gave me a boy, Ephraim, and that is going to be my next child. So pray for me in that. Um, and I cannot wait to announce this birth. All right. I feel like that's enough for tonight. I love you guys. Thank you so much for hanging out for me, for listening to my story, and for believing with me and warring with me. Um, yeah. All right. Bless you. I love you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We would love to hear from you. So please share your takeaways by tagging at live victorious over on Instagram and leave a review. This will help us get more visibility and reach more women like you for the kingdom. We appreciate you and are praying for you as you shine your light in the business world and rise to your purpose.